device is off. And uh, tonight we have uh, Get It Right. And we're going to be going over Pylon plays tonight for about, I don't know, 40, 45 minutes or so. Um, I met Bob, if everyone can see my screen, um, I met Bob last summer at Front Range, gave a presentation on the software and gave a pretty good class on goal line plays, um, which sold me on, on, the, on the software to use for individual training. But just as a brief um, introduction, Bob's been a high school official since 2001 in Arkansas, I believe. Um, he's a back judge, oh, I'm sorry, Alabama, not Arkansas. Forgive me, Alabama. Uh, he's also a deep three position in Alabama, a district and state championship instructor since 2013. Okay. He started Get It Right program in 2012, and he was designated by uh, NASA as a game changer for high school or for officiating. Uh, here are some of the, the partners that have uh, backed him and his program. Uh, front range, battlefields to ball fields, uh, Tasso and Nasso. Um, get it right, as in all 50 states and 15 different countries. So I reached out to Bob a few days ago and asked him if he would be willing to give us uh, a training session on pylon plays to the high school officials in New Mexico. And he was gracious enough to accept the invitation and, and give us some of his um, valuable time tonight. Uh, is Dana on? Dana Pappas? Yep. I am on. Dana, if uh, you want to say, if you want to say a few words, Dana, um, you, have a, you have the floor. Um, nothing really other than I just wanted to say thank you to Bob for his willingness to run through uh, his presentation with you all. And I'm I'm just going to sit here and probably take some notes. And certainly if I think of anything, I'll chime in. All right. Bob, thank Let's you very it. much. Absolutely. My pleasure. Okay. Uh, yeah, thanks, Bob. I'm going to go ahead and, and stop sharing my screen and the floor is yours. Okay. Okay. So we're going to get into the whole issue with a pylon. Simple little device sitting out there in the field, but uh, it can drive you crazy sometimes if you're, if you're not watching out. Okay, so we start off with uh, positioning. Uh, so this is all listed in rule 1-2-4, uh, and you want to make sure that that pylon is sitting right there in that intersection of the sideline and the goal line. Uh, but what I want to draw your attention to is what's happening back on the end line. Um, the Federation allows the pylon to be uh, three feet off of the field, or it can be on the, the end line itself. And, and what we'll do is we'll kind of scroll up here a little bit, and you can see what those look like up there. Uh, so as a back judge, uh, somebody here. Uh, so as a back judge, I'll tend to watch for any time that those pylons are sitting up here. Uh, because what happens to you is imagine that there's a, a receiver that's running along that end line back there. 
and then he accidentally bumps into that pylon and knocks it over. Well, according to 2-29-1, that means that that player is now out of bounds. So now we have an illegal participation situation on our hands. So we really want to avoid that. So um, uh, whoever winds up putting those pylons out there, sometimes they just have dads that are trying to help out and do their best. I always make it a point to move those pylons back off that end line just to avoid anything like that. Uh, let's see, I need to get this thing to stop doing what it's doing there. Okay. Next thing I want to go to, how do I turn off this pen? Uh, help me out here. Help, how do I get rid of this? Um, I'm not sure how you got the pin to turn on, but there should be um, a drop-down box probably that you clicked. Well, the graphics look better now than they did last year. Have you guys done improvement on it? It looks great. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, we, we continue to try to uh, to make those kind of changes and all. Okay, I hope, okay that got rid of those markings. Great. All right. Okay, so uh, let's go back to uh, what's happening down here at the uh, down here at the goal line, and we'll just jump right over to goal line extended. So you've always heard about runners holding the ball out and breaking the plane. Well, here's that plane that everybody talks about. Uh, so the goal line is actually uh, the plane of the goal line is actually on the front edge of the goal line there. And then it kind of gets back to the position of the pylon. So this plane runs right across the front face of that pylon. Uh, so that makes it important to have that uh, right there. Uh, and also the goal line extends out beyond the pylon. So this can become a little bit of a, a tricky play here that we need to watch out for. And I'll just run this through uh, step by step. We're going to see this runner dive dive out there. And what we'll be able to see is he's out past the, the sideline, but that ball is breaking the plane of the goal line, and he hasn't touched the pylon yet. Uh, so we can go ahead and move around and, and look at this just to see the kind of angle that we, that we would have just to prove that point. So you can see the ball down here well beyond the, the goal line there and it's outside the pylon. What's important to determine what's going on here is that the player has got to maintain uh, contact inside the field of play in order for this to be a touchdown. So that's something that you have to watch out for there. Let's just go ahead and play that out. Right, I'm gonna put this on a comparison mode and what you see on the right is he's diving out there. So the ball's breaking the plane of the goal line on the right side there, but there's no part of his body contacting the field of play. So on the left, where we do have contact with the player touching the ground, ball breaking the plane of goal line extended. We have a touchdown here on the left. Over here on the right side, we're gonna wind up spotting the ball just short of the goal line there. Ever again, right? <laughs> 
and we just have to make an estimate of where he went uh, out of bounds, and then that's where we'll put it. We can put this on playthrough. We'll move over to the position about where that uh, wing official would be. And this is what he's going to see. Now, that's not going to be an easy call because he's watching for that uh, goal line. Uh, he's watching for the fact that he's got, uh, you know, 200 pounds of runner coming his direction. What's he going to do? So now this is a good opportunity to uh, think in your mind, don't go calling touchdown or anything like that yet. Start talking to some of the other officials. So as a back judge, if I don't have any action going on over here that, that I need to worry about, if I see that guy starting to die, I'm sorry, go ahead. And I, mute, go, ahead. Yeah. go ahead and mute your mics and turn your computer or your cameras off, please. So when that guy goes to dive, where I can help as a back judge, if I'm on pro turf, maybe I'll be able to see some of those pellets flying up there. Or if I'm on natural grass, you know, we may want to go over there and talk to that wing official and look to see if there's any markings there in the, in the dirt to determine whether or not he had a body part in the ground or not. Uh, so this is a good opportunity to work on your crew community communications as well. One of the advantages that I uh, get a right offers is, is really kind of playing out now in the situation that we all are in, that we can't get out there, uh, watch those spring practices, participate in those scrimmages. Uh, so now you can get in some reps and uh, see some of these situations. They're really kind of tough to handle in real life anyway. So it gives you the opportunity to train your brain on what you need to be looking for. Let's go back to the pylon discussions here. And again, the position of that pylon, it does two things. Number one, it establishes that uh, plane of the goal line, but it's also out of bounds. So you can have a situation here where that player is diving. You can see that his helmet's going to hit the pylon. The ball is tucked in up under his belly there and then he hits the pylon. So at that point, uh, he's considered out of bounds. Uh, then we have to make a determination of where that ball is. So that ball would be spotted again, short of the goal line. Back him up, put him on a playthrough. Let's move, move over to this wing position. So you can swing your camera. Something just happened to me there. Did you, you stop sharing the screen? Did, did it stop sharing? Yeah. And let's find that screen share again. Hey, Bob, I love the uh, the graphic when you can clean a glass over That is so cool. Okay, your screen's back. Uh, does anybody have any questions right now while, while we're pause? Uh, say again. Just asking if any officials have any questions while we're on a pause here. Okay. Yeah, one more time. 
Go, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. Okay. All right. So I, I have this. And I got another share hat. Who's up? Uh, I'll see you in mine Neil, or I think uh, Leonard Neil was you're sharing your screen. Please. Hey, Bob, you're back on. Thank you. Okay, good. All right, we're going to get this play in if it kills us here. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go ahead and now we got the wing officials view, and then that's what he's going to see. So, again, uh, once that player contacts that pylon, he's considered out of bounds, and then we have to make a quick determination to determine where that ball is. Did the ball break the plane before he was out of bounds or not? In this case, no. So we're going to go ahead and call that, you know, place that ball short of the goal line. And this is one that uh, I actually had happen to me a couple of years ago. Uh, we'll go ahead and just kind of step through this one. Again, the, the player is diving for that pylon. He's maintaining control of the ball. Now the ball's hitting that pylon. So two things happening there. Uh, the, the most important one is that ball is breaking the plane of the goal line. So that's going to be ruled a touchdown. Uh, even though the ball is also at the same time uh, going out across the, uh, uh, the sideline there. So what's important here and what makes this different than goal line extended, here as long as the ball is hitting that pylon, we have ourselves a touchdown. Even though that this guy is uh, flying towards that pylon. Uh, if he was trying to reach that ball outside the pylon, then we're dealing with what we were talking about for goal line extended. On the comparison side, on the right, you see that he's losing, the, losing control of the ball. And you might, uh, and you know what happens uh, if you lose control of the ball going into the opponent's uh, end zone. And then a ball hits the pylon and bounces on out of bounds. So now we're going to, instead of a touchdown, that's going to be a touchback according to rule 8-5-3. Uh, actually, 8-5-3C. So we'll go on playthrough. We'll move over here. Put ourselves generally in the position where that wing official would be. And this is what they're going to see. So a lot of things need to start going through that wing official's mind as that player is coming towards that pylon. Uh, what well, is he going to make? A lot of things are going to go through his mind there. You know, is he is the player going to maintain control of the ball? Is he going to hit the pylon? Is he going to reach beyond the pylon? What's going to hit the pylon first? All those things are going to determine uh, the outcome of that play. And then, of course, 
if you've got uh, your other crew, it can help uh, seeing things from different angles. That's a good opportunity to communicate with them to make sure that uh, uh, you call that play right. Okay, I'm going to uh, show some quick uh, changes that we did to uh, the Get It Right program this year. Uh, when we started off, uh, we started doing all the rules in alphabetical order. So just like you're following an index in the, in the rule book, uh, that's one way that you can find the rule. Uh, we got a lot of requests. We had gotten a lot of requests about, uh, hey, I need to give a class on the kicking game. Uh, which rules should I use? Well, now you're trying to go through alphabetically and try to find what those are. Well, now we have the, the rule book view, as we call it. So now we got all the 10 rules is laid out in, in the rule book there. And if you're giving a class on the kicking game, or if you just want to study the rules on the kicking game, you can go into rule six. You want to look at uh, kickoff and other free kicks in section one. You go there. Uh, you want to know what a pop-up kick looks like. You click on that, and it takes you right to the animation. And then here you can see what that pop-up kick looks like. And there we do the playthrough. 60 bucks and you have it for as long as you want. So those back judges or whoever you got up there on the on K's free kick line. Now you have the opportunity to set up here. Yeah, crawl and use your flag. Put yourself in position of what that's going to look like. And run that over and over and train your brain so that you understand what that what that is. That quick hop, you got to call that dead. We did a comparison on this one too. So on the right side, you're going to see the normal kind of pooch kick where they kick it straight up into the air. And you can compare that to what it looks like on the left for the pop-up kick. So that's one of the benefits then of going into uh, the rule book view. And then you can go back to the alphabetical view, whatever uh, whatever preference you may have. For those that uh, have not seen the program before, we started off by building the mechanics module. Uh, we started with crew sizes of five and seven. And since that time, we've expanded to three, four, five, six, and seven. And understand that you all do a lot of five and four man. Uh, so we can look at something like goal line going in. Most of the time when we're doing uh, training, we like using the bird's eye view uh, just because of uh, uh, it, the way that it shows where all the where all the officials are, where they're looking and what their field of focus ought to be. These green markers tell you what your duties and responsibilities are at the beginning of the play, at the snap. <laughs> During the play, and then what you do at the end. Uh, gentlemen? Yes, sir. Uh, guys? Uh, sir? Yes. Does that mean somebody have a question? Yes. Yes. Can you go, did you name uh, Rule 6 and Section 1, correct? Right. Okay, I got it. I got it. Go ahead and continue. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, 
Okay, now one of the things that we tend to do when we're trying to teach new officials, uh, first of all, we gotta teach them not to watch the game, but then some of the language that we use can sometimes be confusing. So what's gonna happen in this play is the runner's gonna go off to our right, and we're gonna tell the, the wing official over here, uh, who's, the, who's the linesman, uh, he's gonna become the covering official. We want him to have a tighter field of view. And the line judge over on the other side, he's going to do backside officiating. Uh, he needs to have a wider field of view. Well, when you're trying to say that to somebody new, what did they really hear? What do they understand? So what we do is we put those vision cones in motion. You can see how the crew is functioning together uh, to cover that play. The runners coming to this side, so you can see that vision cone getting narrow for the linesman. And then the line judge is taking up this wider field of view. Now I can bring this back a little bit. And with this being in a 3D mode, I can go over here and click on this linesman. And now we can see the play from his perspective on the field. And we have this uh, spotlight effect around here that replicates what is happening with that vision cone. So the runner's coming here, you can see that uh, spotlight effect tightening up to kind of get into his mind that he needs to tighten up his field of view and watch this runner coming in. Now we set this up that the runner did not uh, score a touchdown. He was called a little bit short. So you can watch this in the third person view. This is goal line going in. So we want the officials first move going to the goal line. We can see what he's doing. He's short, so he's selling the call. And last year, when we changed to uh, uh, 40 second play clocks, we added in that, uh, you know, he's got the, the ready going on there. So on the free camera, when we play this, you're going to see that 40 second clock go ahead and start to run then. So we got both the 45, uh, the 40 and the 25 second clocks uh, implemented in the mechanics this year, or we did that last year. Uh, that's also synchronized with uh, the game clock up there. I can probably click a couple seconds off, the, off of that. So everything is uh, synchronized uh, in each one of these plays. Can you show a couple more positions on that play? Uh, you can also go to your four man crew size. Uh, when you're, what we use this for a lot of times is uh, if you have to talk about the differences of who's doing what, a crew of four or a crew of, a crew of, six, a crew of five on there, you can just toggle back and forth any place during the course of the play, and you can see what the, what the different positioning might be. Can you go back to that, Bob, and show the view of the umpire on that uh, crew of four versus crew yep. five, please. Okay. But there we are at the start. We got, those are probably gonna be about the same. Go ahead and, and let me see, we'll watch. Well, I can do this for you. Let's go ahead and turn all these guys off except for the, umpire and we can watch what he's looking at 
That's so cool. Is, is there Back his, his 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 angle from the field view? His tunnel, his tunnel vision. There you go. There you go. There's no training tool that can substitute for this. This is fantastic. Yeah, when it uh, yeah, there, there's a lot that. Uh, but there's a lot of things you can do with video, but then there are some things that I can show you here that would be tough to capture on the video. And uh, anytime the, the video guys want to get into an argument with me, uh, which really isn't that often, I like to take them back here to the field goal. <clears throat> we'll go on the comparison side, play through. This is my view on a Friday night. So watch the upright over here on the on the right side. What do you got? See it again? Right over. Don't blink. Went over on top. So that's the sort of thing that uh, that we can offer here and not just take it off a playthrough. There's another one of those imaginary planes that we have to draw that line up on the inside of the upright. And if any part of that ball breaks that plane, then it's no good. So uh, this is something that would be tough to catch on video. Uh, so we just go ahead and animate it here. Uh, the final thing I want to get into is the evaluation module. Uh, we started working on this a few years ago. Uh, I've slowed down on it. Uh, so we could do other content and, and bring in uh, some other technologies, but we'll pick up on pick up on this again soon. We've got seven scenarios built. Uh, this explains what the scenario is. Uh, we're going to have a, a double file here, horse collar and targeting. <clears throat> and just like mechanics, you can change your crew sizes. I'll leave this in TV press box here. We try to build in some teaching scenarios, so we have a substitution that's going to happen. So 1001, 1002, 1003, so we got the legal substitution there. Back judge is finding his keys, and a guy is going in motion. We make sure that he's set. We have a backward pass, so this is an opportunity for the referee and the wing officials to talk about Who's going to decide whether that's a backward pass or not? We have a second pass. It's intercepted inside the five yard line, so we can decide if that's going to be a momentum issue or not. The guy decides to run back out. I'm going to click on to the referee. Because while all that's going on, he's going to see that. Got the flag in the air. I'm going to back up here a little bit because while that's going on, during the run back, the horse collar. we have the horse collar. So we have an interception, a run back, targeting, and then the horse collar. So what do we do with that? Exactly what we do when we're on the field. Where did we start? Where did we finish? What do we have? 
So we just started answering the question. We have a lot of ball, horse collar, 10 yard penalty. We have targeting, live ball, 15 yard penalty. And what are we gonna do with that? So we offer up four options as to what the ruling could be. Uh, we put in, go back and watch the play over again, but really on a Friday night, that's not practical, but you can get back out on the field. And as a teaching point, we always tell our officials, we want somebody covering the flag. So this is where the horse collar occurred. This is where the uh, targeting occurred. It looks like the runner is dead on the field, but that's where the run ended. You can scroll in and see that we had first down. If you want to check the clock status, we got all that there. So we have all the information that we would have on a Friday night to figure out what we're going to do with all this. So we go back and we decide that uh, B is going to want to keep the ball. They're going to need to decline that penalty by A. It's going to be first and 10 from the 12 and a half. Uh, the umpires like that. Uh, B90 is going to get ejected. Clock's going to start at the snap. And Referee Magazine uh, is allowing me to animate their guy. Uh, so that way we see the same official in the, in the rule books, in the magazines, and now you see him on here. And not only do we need to know what the signals are for horse collar and targeting, but what's this proper sequence of signals we need to have for this particular scenario. So we decide C is the right one, and we hit finish. And then we find out that I got an 83 on this. So I'm going to go back. I got this right, but just to make sure that I, I didn't guess on it, I now have a rule reference that takes me back into the rule book that explains why that's the correct answer. Oh, it's easier to learn this way. I go back again. This is where the targeting was. So it's a 15-yard penalty. I can verify that here just by going back and, and verifying where it is. I don't know what it was, but it got funny this week. I go back one more, and this is the one that I got wrong. I marked it as a 10-yard penalty. I should have been a 15-yard penalty. And if I want to argue with the rule book or with the computer, I just click here and it takes me back in the rule book and it shows me where that is. So Again, we just have seven scenarios. And even though you, you eventually figure out what the correct answers are, what you can use this for is to then get into all those what-if scenarios. Like what if that targeting occurred before the interception occurred? Well, now you're gonna wind up with offsetting fouls. So you can talk through all those kinds of things. Uh, uh, what if momentum did come into, into play there? What would happen then? And, and just kind of go through all those sorts. So those are some of the advantages that, uh, uh, that that we try to offer here as we build these scenarios. Uh, that's all I had uh, as far as uh, plan discussions. I'm ready to take any kind of questions you all have. No, you're wrong there. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? I'll stop sharing for the time being. Hey, Bob, Brad Bach here. I saw that uh, it was yours was the uh, NFHS uh, 2020. Is that your latest version? Um, does that incorporate 
new rules that they've come out with or that they've incorporated? Uh, yes, uh, we've got the, uh, really the only thing that, uh, the only new animation we had to do was the, uh, uh, you can now be in a shotgun formation and, and do intentional grounding. Uh, so we've got that animation built in there. Yep. I think some of the other changes that uh, came out this that's coming out this year are predominantly uh, administrative sort of things uh, or things that uh, uh, we wouldn't need to animate to, to get the point across yet. Obviously, this is a great teaching, uh, you know, program. What is the what's the feedback you're getting? Are most, uh, you know, states using this to teach their rookies all the way through, you know, advanced officials? Or tell us more about the feedback you're getting. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, yeah. At the very beginning, uh, most of the folks that were buying it were some of the senior instructors with the intent of uh, using it to. Uh, teach not only rookies, but uh, also to use in their associations and districts and, and such. Um, you know, as I talk to other instructors, you know, we've, we've gone through the same thing year after year after year. Uh, what, what can I do to help, uh, you know, bring my presentation up to the next level? What kind of PowerPoint can I use? What kind of videos can I find? in the finding that this really helps a whole lot to sit there and uh, explain things in more detail. Uh, so folks will use uh, the videos to show, you know, a pylon play or something like that. And as you're trying to explain all the different things that can happen, uh, then they can go to the Get It Right program uh, where we step through, uh, you know, step by step like I did tonight and also show those different angles to show what it's going to look like on the field. Um, North Carolina this year, uh, in fact, we just processed a credit card yesterday. Uh, they're the first state to buy this uh, program statewide. Uh, uh, they bought licenses for all their uh, uh, association, the nine different associations they have in the state, and some additional licenses that they can pass down to uh, some of their larger organizations. Uh, uh, that, that works very well for me because uh, I, it gives me the kind of visibility that I'm looking for that uh, when other officials see this in action, uh, they, they want to buy a copy for themselves. So, so that's how we, we start progressing in that direction. Um, the, uh, uh, a lot of the rookies are resonating to this, uh, uh, especially the younger folks that are used to playing Madden football. Uh, uh, they're more visual learners than what most are. Uh, I mean, if you ever read the definition of a back, you know, my gosh, it's uh, uh, you kind of wonder who, who put all those words together. Well, actually, as a lawyer, but uh, it, it's, it's hard reading. But now we can show show what that really is, what it looks like on the field. You explain what a plane is. Some people get confused at what a plane going through the waist of the snapper really means. Uh, and now we can show all that. Um, you, you get into something like the free blocking zone and, and all the different variations of what can have happen in there. Uh, by animating that, uh, 
and giving somebody the ability, ability to see it visually, uh, that's where a lot of people really get excited about what we offer. And oh, by the way, we're relatively inexpensive. Uh, it's just uh, $69.99 for the year. And once you buy that, you own it and it doesn't expire? Yes. Well, once you buy it, you own it. Uh, now, what we do is uh, long about uh, Thanksgiving is when we we release the new, you know, the following. Uh, Thanksgiving this year, I'll release the 2021 program. Um, and, and even though it's all still the same content, that gives me the baseline of something to start adding more content to. Um, but as long as you got the 2020 program loaded on your laptop, you know, it's yours forever. But if you take it off the laptop, uh, I probably, I usually take uh, the old programs off of my server uh, around February just to save server space. And uh, you just can't download it again after that. Uh, but at that point, you, then you get the, the new version and any updates and changes that we make to it during the course of the year, you get all those for free. Thanks, Bob. Does anybody else have any questions about what we covered, about the pylon, about the rules, about anything that uh, Bob could answer for you? I didn't say anything that anybody thought was wrong, did I? How many people didn't know what goal line extended was? Yeah, did, did anybody know what the difference was between the, the goal line extended? Was that something new for people or have we heard that terminology before? I've spoken to uh, laser clinics uh, last year, and uh, uh, one of the segments was rules that pro you probably didn't know about. And I just threw that one in there just to try to fill in time. And man, they're, they're, the coaches went nuts. They'd never heard about anything like that before. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Dana, do you have anything to add? I don't. Um, that was that's really cool. I just kind of want to, I kind of want to play with it. That looks awesome. Um, Bob, I do have a question because this, these are the questions that I have to ask. You said it was sixty nine ninety five per year. Is that per like local association or how does that work? That that's per license. Okay. So 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 what what happens there? And I I use this wherever you want. Um, a lot of people say, well, can I use it when I'm teaching a large group? Absolutely. Uh, and that license can be moved from one computer to the next. Uh, we put that in there because I know I've got clients that uh, may have it on their work computer, and then they want to go home and, and use their home computer. And I didn't want them to have to buy two licenses to do that. Uh, so we have a reset function that's associated with the license number that you can move from one laptop to the next. And you can go from PC to Mac as well. Um, I guess I should say also that uh, we do have an iPad and an Android version. I do not control those. Uh, so if you prefer an iPad, you buy that through Apple. Uh, but uh, uh, it, it won't work on your laptop and vice versa. So it's a completely different operating system. But, but we do have that uh, out there on the, in the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. That's awesome. I mean, knowing how much a lot of the 
programs uh, cost and training training components cost that is extremely uh, extremely low cost. So thank you for that. Yeah, it's uh, I know Dana that you don't have a budget that's out of this world and especially you know, not now. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, and then even as much as we like getting our game checks and things like that, it's it's still a discretionary kind of a purchase, and you know, we want to try to make this affordable, especially to rookies that are coming in, uh, that are buying their uniforms and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I hate to hit them with, uh, you know, some people say I should charge more for this, but, you know, I'm, this is not a money grab. I'm just trying to help. We want to try to bring in more officials, and if we just add cost on top of them, it's just another reason for them not to join. You know, that's fantastic, because as you all know, in this industry, there are some things where you look at the price tag and just kind of know that the the new official isn't going to be able to afford it, um, nor would state associations. So to have such a, a low cost offering is um, is commendable. So thank you for thank you for ensuring it's something that people can actually afford and use as, as a tool. And, and we offer bulk discounts and things like that. So I, I I've got some standing discounts that once you start buying at least eleven, you get a ten percent discount. You get uh, twenty when you hit. 15 when you get up to 51 and then 20% after that, uh, after you hit a hundred, but, but even with those, I, I've been flexible on that. Uh, just trying to help the States if they want to try to buy a, a lot of licenses and, and push them on down. So. That's appreciated. Thank you. Um, thank you again for taking the time with our officials tonight. We appreciate that. And uh, I know everybody's kind of looking for, looking for stuff to do at this point as it relates to appreciate right. so we really appreciate you taking the time and, and availing yourself to us yes ma'am my pleasure anytime thanks bob yeah thank you bob and just a reminder on saturday um if you haven't heard we have a, another webinar saturday morning 10 o'clock land clark newly promoted to nfl referee will be on talking uh probably philosophy i understand so make sure you don't miss that if you want to listen to one of our own um, New Mexico officials from Albuquerque that made it all the way to the top. That's great. All right. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. We're Thank you, go Bob. Ahead. Appreciate it. All right. You all have a good season whenever it finally starts. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks everyone for, for joining. Thank you, Dana, for, for, uh, for listening in and, and um, allowing us to do this. Of course. Thank you guys for getting this put together. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Bye now. Thanks, good night, everybody. Bye. Thank you. You need to buy his one. I have one. I went out here. Look. I thought. Did I pitch you in half on that or no? You pitched it in half on the 2019 one, I think. Who's that? Who's that that's still there talking to himself? Bill Johnson. He doesn't want to go. <laughs> Bye. Go ahead and uh... <laughs>